knowing your purpose and setting priorities knowing your purpose and setting priorities and i'll throw a question to you this morning what is your priority priority simply means those things you put first ahead of every other thing those things you see as the major thing of your life priorities are the things that if you don't do them first you won't like to do any other thing but in the christendom what is your priority this morning man is open to a lot of channels in life man is open to a lot of things in life business are there academics are there families are there and a whole lot of things and what you put first is what you give the whole of your energy to and I wrote there that whatsoever is your priority is what you spend the whole of your time on what is your priority what your priority is, is what you spend the whole of your time on and talking in the house of God this morning as a believer there is something you need to place first ahead of everything in your life I was discussing with a brother yesterday while he went out for evangelism then I asked him who are you seeing like this Walls are the center of everything in your life. What is your priority? What is your main purpose? The many of us open our mouth and say, I've come to this earth to make money. I've come to this earth to do one or two things like that. But let me tell you this morning, as a Christian, it's going to be so much depressing if your priority is set on the things of this world alone. Your priority on this earth are things of vain. Your priority on this earth are things that won't follow you to the eternal. If your priority, if the source is the bottom line of your priority, is not based on internal things, you are missing it. Someone has created you and I. And whatsoever we are living for, we must not live for any other thing than for Him who has created us. That is what many of us are missing. A lot of people have forgotten that we are not aliens that fell from heaven. Many of us have forgotten that we are a product that have a manufacturer. And everything a product must do, it must be according to the way the manufacturer has programmed it already. The many of us, God has created us. In the book of Jeremiah, he said, While you are in your mother's belly, I have formed thee, and I know thought, I know what you will become. 
the many of us forget, forgot and forget the place at which you need to sit down and ask your purpose from the manufacturer. But this morning I'm telling you, if the bottom line of your priority is not based on eternal things, you are missing it. The Bible says, that if our hope in Christ Jesus is based on the things of this world alone, he said we desire what? We need to be what? More pity. The Bible says, the Bible version says, we are miserable. If all you can think, if all, if all your hope in Christ, if your benefit in Christ is based on, at the end of it, let him just give me money, then we are done. My brothers and sisters, you are missing it. I wrote here that the only things that matters are things that have eternal significance. The only thing that matters there are things that have eternal significance. There are things that you invest on and you know that one day this thing will speak for me when I leave this earth. A rising army cannot rise. If a rising army you cannot rise as a soldier if you don't have priority. If you have decided, I know many of us will have concluded in our hearts since the beginning of this month that I want to live my life for God. But if you cannot set priorities, brothers and sisters, you will miss it. Many of us, we understood what it means to be a rising army. But we don't have the, the, the strategies to follow it. Economic students will say scale of progress, right? According to their word, importance. That's the way we set it. The many of us, we have put a lot of things ahead of whom has actually called us into the purpose. Many of us, it might be our academics. If you don't attend to lecture, I'm not saying it's not attempt to lecture, but many of us, the way we set some things ahead of God, as if you are the one that wants to do this thing. By the grace of God, the evangelism we went out for yesterday, God helped us to correct a lot of wrongs. I was discussing with a sister yesterday, and what she was telling me is that, I said, Sister, can you share with me your salvation experience? He said, well, I've given my life to Christ. I'm a child of God. Though I don't go to church every Sunday, and probably when I feel like I pick up my Bible and I read, and she was just sharing everything like that. And I said, wow, you are doing good. And later, later, she now says something. She said, but the way you are seeing me, I'm a sinner. I should not judge yourself. You call yourself a sinner, you are still a child of God. How come? Do you still claim you are a sinner after you are giving your life to Christ? No. Then she said something that baffled me a lot. She said, I am a sinner, but whenever I tell God I want to do this thing, God will do it for me. That this, God is not in her priority, but when it comes to asking, she knows how to ask. 
She now says something again. He said, But God has been good to me. He's always giving me. Many of us will think we are serving God, but when we get there, we will know we've not done anything. And at that gate, there is no repentance. That is why the word of God says, He said, Many will say, Ah, but in your name we cast out demons. In your name we heal the sick. Then what did the Bible say? He said, He cast them out and said, Depart from me, you workers of iniquities. For the fact that God is answering your prayer does not mean God dwells in you. For the fact that you go on your knees and you seek for something and it is granted to you does not mean you are walking in alignment in Christ. Our God is a loving Father and a caring Father. In some situations, He, don't, he doesn't have choice than to favor you. But that shouldn't give you the assurance that you are in Him. Many of us have missed it entirely because of the good things we are seeing in our life. We feel like still in line with Him. But you have missed it already. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 8, verse 36. Shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? The next verse said, Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Many of us think we are put ahead of God. They should gather trillions of those things. They don't want the value of God in our life. That thing you are using your life to chase, all this why you want to have record. But let me tell you something. If your name enters this heaven, this earthly record, and your name is not in heavenly record, you are filled. If I do things on this earth and they saw it, wow, and they put my name in Guinness Book of Records. And my name is not in the book of life. I am filled entirely. And Guinness Book of Record will not pass this end. Then your priorities this morning are they things that have eternal significance? Matthew 6 33. Your first priority, Matthew 6 33. What does it say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness, and every other thing shall be, shall be what? Added unto you. We are rising as soldiers. In combination, we are rising armies. Then, what are we seeing first? Should I tell you the part today? If you give all to God, your academic can never suffer. <laughs> so you see executives come and check their, their CGPA you will see four points first class student 
and they are the ones that will be in this fellowship in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night. While you are sleeping on bed, they are here interceding for you. While you are eating, they are fasting on your behalf. The what is telling you that if you give all to Christ, you you, you know friends are like that. I can remember when I wanted to join workforce then in Andre level. In this same fellowship, I have some set of cars there then. And all of us want to collect workers from at the same time. Then we are opportunity opportune to meet to discuss. And some of them were like, don't let us collect this thing. Let it reach 200 level for semester. If you collect it now, you won't be able to read your book again. No? If you collect it now, you won't have time for your lectures again and this and that. Then we do you know what I did? I just picked my worker form. I went to that keep it one down down there inside my chair, chair. That will not submit it. But I keep getting this conviction in me that Mr. Man, go and submit this thing. Then I left every one of them, I pick it up, then I put my necessary things, then I submit it. But believe you me, since I joined the workforce in this great house, I don't have any reason to struggle. Even if it comes my way, I don't know I Jenny, I have a father. Then let me talk to him. Now go ahead and speak to God. Then it is settled. By the grace of God, I did an exam. I was not there for the test. I was not there when they were giving them assignments. I only went for the exam. Only exam. And when the result came out, I had B. And I don't know how it happened. I did not go to the lecture at my my mother, you know, I was I'm not telling you to do that. But what I'm telling you to do is that when you are in line with God, when you are in the rat trap with God, when you put God as your priority, He sorts things out for you. But you are there, you are chasing after another thing. Then you know that okay, you are meant to be in the class and it's not good there. At the end of the exam, you are not saying God, come and favor me. You the way you the way you lie down. I got days to put that in. The way you lie your bed, that's how you do it. You sleep on it. But you joke on the bottle. That's the way, the way you sit down. That's the way you meet yourself when the hard copy comes out. But I'm telling you this morning that I'm putting force in everything of my life. So every other thing is always leading me. It settles things before I get there. You want to stand as a rising and you don't know what it takes, you give all to him. Hallelujah. The book of Luke, chapter 42, chapter 4. We want to look at the life of Jesus Christ. How we set his priority. The life of Jesus Christ. The book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 42. The first thing he did, Jesus Christ did, he made prayer his number one priority. Prayer. In quote, his relationship with the Father. In quote, his relationship with the Father. The book of Luke chapter 4 verse 42. We'll be reading the first part of it. Said, and when it was day, 
he departed and went into a desert place. And the people sought him and came unto him. Let's stop there. If you read from the beginning of that chapter 4, I would have loved us to read it so we understand better, but because our time is fast approaching. But from the beginning of that chapter, Jesus Christ has been going from one place to another. Okay, can you just help me with from verse 40? From verse 40. Let's just go through it so we understand better. Okay. Now he said, Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto Jesus, and he laid his hand on every one of them and healed them. The next verse. And devils also came out of many, crying out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. And he, rebuking them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew what that he was Christ. Now, even before he began his signs and wonders here, the upper part of that Bible verse was talking about Jesus Christ after he has gone from one place to minister. He has gone to preach the gospel. Yet, when he was done, when he was giving the people, a lot of crowd has come to him. Jesus, my brother is sick, he with him. He laid his hand on him, he healed him. Jesus, my sister is sick, he laid his hand on him. Till the night. And that was 42 was saying, he said, very early in the morning, they looked for Jesus Christ. And they said, when it was day, how did the why again? Still looking for who? Jesus Christ. Then where was he? What was he doing? The Bible says, and when it was day, he departed and went into a desert place. That is a place where nobody was. What was he doing? Was he eating? Was he playing? What was he doing? He was praying. Communicating with the Father. Building a relationship with the Father. Your number one priority in life as a rising soldier, build your relationship with God. He alone can sustain you. You see something? Do you know if Jesus has not left where these people was and went to this desert place, do you know they will still come and still draw him? But let me tell you something, brethren. If you do not have a relationship with God, you won't have what to give the people. If God does not give you yourself, you won't have what to give the people. You need yourself to be refreshed. Before you can say you want to rise as an army, you must have seated somewhere and have a relationship with the Father before you came out and you want to, you want to be an army. I was reading a book and they were making an illustration about anointing. They said the anointing upon everyone's life is like the oil. You know energy oil? They said when you keep using it, the oil begins to get what? That is, it becomes light. And they said, if you don't, if you don't refresh the oil, what will happen? It will exhaust. It will not the engine. Likewise, with this morning, if you don't refresh the anointing of God upon your life, you will knock down. 
And when you knock down like a generator, you won't give out light. If the anointing of God upon my head, if I don't refresh it, a time will come in my life that won't have nothing to give you again. But there is a saying that you cannot exhaust God. And how can you not exhaust God? If only you are putting yourself to Him, then keep refreshing you. Then He keep putting hands on you, launching you out for more. But if I don't know how to sit at the feet of the Master, I will get exhausted. Like I do tell people, a day will come, your brain will fail you. A time will come, the knowledge you have on this small head will fail you. But what will sustain you are those things the Spirit of God is leading to you. So the first thing you can ever do as a Christian in your life, have a what? A close relationship with the Father. If you don't have that, you can't give the people. It's not possible. There are times in my life whereby I might just sit down and feel like I want to do something. I was sharing with somebody yesterday. I was trying to, to do something in my room then. I was now cracking my brain. How do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? And when I was not getting solution to it, I became angry with myself. More actually person. If anybody knock my door, what do you want? But at a point in my life, I just felt like I just bowed down my head and I prayed. And believe you me, within the next 15 minutes, I got what I wanted to do. I got it done. The only place you can get source into your life is through the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I wrote something here that Jesus Christ knew it would be worthless if he is not constant. He knew it's going to be worthless if his relationship with the Father is not constant. Brothers and sisters, the way you are seeing me now, I am feeling if Christ come here, we will speak and speak and speak and speak. I'm not the one speaking. It is the only Spirit of God in me. Believe in me, I cannot give what I don't have. And the day I stop building my relationship with the Holy Spirit, that is the day I will become worthless in front of you. That is the way you will be to others. There are times in which you must need to separate yourself from others. Then go back to the Father, sit at His feet, and let Him teach you. That is the way you, you will not have gone the anointing of God upon your life. You need to refresh it. Let's move forward because of our time. Luke 6, verse 12. Luke chapter 6, verse 12. I'm watching my time, so I need to be fast. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to go. The next verse. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom also he named the apostles. Brethren, can I ask you something? Does Jesus ask a designing spirit or not? Eh? Yes. He has the silent spirit. But why did he have to go and pray all night before he chose his disciples? 
Because a new head knowledge cannot do this. The Bible says he went out to pray on the mountain all night before he came back to choose them. You see, brethren, number one thing that we must give ourselves is the ministry of word and prayer. You communicate to God through prayer. He communicates to you through the word and through the prayer also. Even before the, the, the apostles, if you read a particular version in, the, in a particular part in that book of Acts, when it was time, some people came to the apostles. They were like, okay, we got business, probably how they will eat, how they will eat, how they will do this, how they will do that. But something struck me there. He said, choose from those that are spirit-filled to even do this thing. For you to know that even in your business, you need to be spirit-filled. Yes, I noted the verse somewhere here. Yes, in the book of Acts chapter 6, verse 23, 22. Just note it down, you can't read it at all. Those who came, they said, what we want to do is we want to be caring for the people. We want to be in business, so they will eat and do this. But they said before you chose, make sure they are spirit filled, even people that will do that. And then I said, but you see, we, what we want to give ourselves is what? The ministry of the world and that of what? Of prayer. All of us will not become a pastor. I was telling somebody, I said, if you are a pastor, designer, let people wear your clothes and they will be spirit filled. If you are a caterer, let them eat your cake and they will catch fire. And that is the way we can pass out the ministry to everyone. We, we all cannot become a pastor. It's not possible. Me that I'm standing here, if my hand up, I might not become a pastor. I have my own vision too. I have what I want to become also. When I am doing that, it must carry the life of God in it. By the grace of God, I want to become a programmer. And not just the mere one. And even when I'm building sites for somebody, anyone that comes into that site, let them have an encounter with God. Note this particular verse, John chapter 17, from verse 1 to 7. John chapter 17, from verse 1 to 7. Make sure you read it, please. And that particular verse is talking about when Jesus Christ wants to pray. You see, from that verse 1 to 7, what he did was he prayed for himself. The first thing he did was he prayed for himself first. And in verse 17, that chapter 17, verse 20, he started praying for the people. So note verse 20 that Jesus continued to pray for the people. But from verse 1 to 7, the first thing he did was that he prayed for who? Himself. And from the latter part of that verse, he started praying for the people. So if you don't pray for yourself and you are praying for other people, you will become worthless before them. Because at the point you won't have what you need to give them. As I hand up, the second priority must be Jesus' purpose was preaching. His purpose was preaching. It's a must. That is the assignment he gave to us. that when you fail in your God's giving assignment, you fail in everything. When you fail in the assignment Jesus Christ has given to us, 
you will fail in everything. If I don't take the, the things of him that has created me to this world serious, I will fail in everything. So you must take the assignment of God serious. Acts chapter 5 verse 42, just note it in your Bible. I'm trying to be fast. Please project it for us, uh, Acts chapter 5 verse 42. And daily in the temple and in every house, they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Why do they do that? Because they have made it their priority. If you study the book of Acts very well, these apostles, they don't have any other job. They have said it from the book, from the first part of that, that what they want to do on their own is the ministry of what? Prayer and the word. And every time they go on preaching the gospel, in fact, what did they come back with? With a lot of what? Gifts. They never laugh. Even if go to some particular place, when they offer them gifts, they want them to keep it in any church they went to. They will tell them to keep it. They are not here for gifts. So make sure everything you are doing in your life, go and set a scale of preference for yourself. And your first priority must be what? Anything you want to lay as a priority must have something that do with what? Internal significance. And that consists of what? Seeking for the kingdom of God, giving yourself to pray, having a relationship with God. And the last one is what? Preaching the gospel. Making Jesus known. Let's rise up on our feet. Lastly, I will leave us with this. You cannot know your purpose. If Jesus Christ, if God is not your priority, you cannot discover your purpose. If God is not your priority, can we just close our eyes this morning and tell it to God, open my eyes to see. Open my eyes to see. Open my eyes to see. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. Open my eyes to see. I need an encounter. Jesus, Jesus, reveal yourself to me.
Thank <laughs> you. 